The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well, to the broken helmet. Let's rock. So it was, I guess it was about a year ago. I went out. It was with the wife, could have been with the wife and the kids. I don't remember offhand. But we went to a Texas roadhouse up here in Jersey. And they just built it a couple years previously and looked at the menu. And I knew it was a chain, but it was like a, a steak place, right? So. I'm kind of excited because we go there. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get one of the steaks. Maybe this is a good, you know, maybe this is kind of outbackish, you know. You're not like a primo steakhouse, but yeah, here we go. We get a, a decent steak for something cheap. And we sat down, ordered up the steak, and after waiting a little while, get the steak. And I bite into it, and the first bite I get, the has the consistency of like mashed potatoes probably one of the grossest things I've ever had in my life and completely missed the mark and was just so thoroughly disappointing on every level that's exactly what this game was tonight because a week or two ago I would have told you the Green Bay Packers, the San Francisco 49ers, this could be shaping up to be a really great game. 49ers getting healthy. Packers playing really well. And... It's not what we got at all. At all. Greetings. Uh, Rich Eggy here recording on a Thursday night. Not sure when you might be listening. However, we are wrapping up Thursday night football here. The Green Bay Packers, quite victorious. Uh, There will be no contested result here at all because there was nothing to contest. This was all one-sided. Tonight's game... Green Bay 34, San Francisco 49ers 17 in an extremely underwhelming game. Uh, But what do you expect given the situation that it was? Um, We'll go right off the top just to clear up some of the stats. So Green Bay 34, San Francisco 17, good for a 17-point victory. Green Bay was favored by 7 so you get a dog to, I mean, a favorite covering there. The over and under was 53 and a half. The total added up to 51. So you get an under in that regard. If you tease the favorite, it was a win. If you tease the dog, it was a loss. If you tease the over or tease the under, they were both wins. So that's how the betting played out. I'm not... You know, if you ended up doing some kind of uh, specific prop, then you're just going to look it up yourself. Uh, We'll go through some of them. Um, 
as for stats, uh, Rodgers was 25 of 31 for 305 and four touchdowns. Passer rating of 147.2. Holy shit, he had a game. Uh, really, I mean, he should have had a game because the 49ers defense that they that they put out there today was really horrific. Adams, Devontae, 10 for 173, one touchdown. MVS was two catches for 53 yards. The reason I mention it, those two catches were two touchdowns. And then you have Aaron Jones, which was completely surprising. Aaron Jones didn't even know he was going to play or at least play a significant amount. They said something to the effect of a pitch count. Well, he comes out, he rushes 15 times for 58 yards, has five catches for 21 yards. So, um, you know, not really much of a pitch count. And he was playing well into the second half there, even when they opened it up. On the flip side of things, uh, Nick Mullins was... uh, Rough night for him. Stats really didn't show how rough of a night it was. Mullins was 22 for 35 for 291. One touchdown, one interception. But he just didn't look good. I know that at certain points, the uh, halftime crew and... Uh, I actually think Aikman as well was talking about how, uh, you know, this wasn't his fault. That wasn't – look, he played like shit. No way around it. Uh, James, he had a big game uh, through the air. Nine catches for 184 and a touchdown. McKinnon uh, was okay. 12 for 52, added in three uh, catches for 16 yards and had a touchdown. Defense, you know, Fred Warner – Pretty good linebacker. He had 11 tackles and one for a loss. But it was really their defense, uh, their defense backfield, uh, mostly Verrett, Harris, Tart, Ward. They just got smoked all game long. It was it was not pretty, not pretty in the least. And along with Justin Skule, who was the left tackle that came in for Trent Williams, and we'll touch on all the people that were out for this one, but he was literally a turnstile all night long. And he, uh, there was a fumble later, blatantly his fault. He just got destroyed. But like I said, this game originally should have been something really entertaining to, to watch. But you look at it from the 49ers' standpoint. And in this game, not playing, you had... Trent Williams, Bourne, Ayuk, Kittles, Samuel, Garoppolo, Ford, Nick Boza, Mosert, Coleman, Ziggy Anza, Solomon Thomas, and Richard Sherman. I mean, that's an entire team right there, and they weren't in this game. So uh, they went in, they tried to give it a fighting chance. Truth be told, at the line of minus six, pardon me, and with... Mullins, who I thought was going to play okay, um, I I was kind of leaning with San Francisco here. Uh, you know, gut was Green Bay, but in the picks, which uh, the betting show I did not get to do uh, with my brother today, I was going to pick uh, San Francisco. So I was not correct there. I did like the under, and I made it slightly. However, um, this was all Green Bay. I I expected more out of San Francisco. It just didn't happen. Just did not happen. And, you know, so we could just go straight off the top and take a look at the game. Uh, Right off, uh, Green Bay comes right down. Adams has a great catch there in the end. So I mean, Adams is having a phenomenal year, as is uh, uh, 
Rodgers. And it's funny because, like I said earlier, you know, the D-backs, Mosley, Verrett, Harris, Tart, Ward, had a terrible game. And, you know, I mean, just under overmatched here seeing how the rest of the defense is just running on fumes and weren't really able to get any kind of pressure or have any kind of game plan that made any kind of sense. And uh, Rogers just chopped him up. And if you listen to the action sports betting podcast with Stucky and Raybon, uh, Stucky has been all over how lucky um, that Rogers has been this year with all of the opposing defenses that he's gone across. Well, guess what? It looks like he, he got lucked out here too because he had a phenomenal game uh, right out of the gate, marched right downfield. Adam makes that great catch, 7 nothing. There it is. Uh, Mullins looked okay after that. He, he showed a little bit of pocket presence, hit a nice throw to James, and then they had a couple of good runs. It got into the end zone. I, You know, one thing that happens uh, when you approach the red zone, and especially when you get into that let's say that 15 to 10 yard line window. I don't understand why you run the ball. I I mean, I get it. You can't always throw the ball, but you know, like a, a first in goal from the nine run or a first in 10 from the 12 yard run. I, I mean, especially if you are the 49ers where, I mean, you're dealing with McKinnon, right? I mean, as your lead back, I I don't, I don't see what you expect to get out of there. You know, look second in second in uh, goal from the eight, and you're going to take a run with McKinnon. I don't see the the value in it, but yet they did. They ran out of uh, downs. They had to kick a field goal, and so that put them down seven three. Uh, you know, Scandling he has a tendency to drop a ton of balls. And he dropped a huge first down. Looked like Rodgers was super pissed, as I would, because MVS does. He just drops balls. It's been an ongoing thing uh, year over year. But he dropped a big one here. Makes up for it later, obviously. But it was a big, uh, big drop at the time. 49ers looked like they had some kind of game plan to begin with because they were really attacking the edges of the of the Packers with the run attack, and it was working. Um, you know, it was a lot of pulling guards, uh, you know, tackles, you know, zone block to that side, and they were getting, you know, good chunk yardage. But ultimately, you know, once you start getting down multiple scores, you can't really just rely on the run game to get you back into it. And I think that's really what killed them. But anyway, um, you know, after making a little bit of headway on the ground game, Mullins throws a terrible interception and gives the ball back to Green Bay in good field position. And that basically was the end of the game. I, I mean, as soon as that happened, it was over. Because what Rodgers turns around and marches right down the field. He has a big fourth down conversion to Adams. Uh, They get a little bit of luck there because then after the fourth down conversion, it's a third down. They get a bad pass interference call, which goes uh, against Adams, and it really wasn't a pass interference call. I mean, it'd be a stretch 
to throw the flag there. They did. That ended up in a first down, and immediately it was a touchdown to Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Marvin Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. If Marvin Lewis caught a touchdown. That'd be pretty weird seeing that he's uh, old and was a coach already and retired. So uh, that made it 14-3, and like I said, that goes. You trail that all the way back to that Mullins bad interception. And that was in the bad interception was um, if, if you remember this ties into the Trent Williams being out because Justin Skule got smoked. McKinnon didn't really chip, I guess, the way that he should have. And the reason that I put it on Mullins is when you see that kind of pressure and you're looking at McKinnon in the flat and you you're not quite sure if you're going to get the ball off, just don't throw it. Just don't throw it. He tries to like quickly jet it out of his arm. He gets hit in the process, and it's just this big, huge floater that ultimately just gets infected. Such a motherfucker! And it's over. Uh, and so that was actually the end of the game. But you know, you could have seen that interception and then watched the trail of events to the Mercedes Lewis getting a touchdown, uh, making it fourteen three. And game over, man. It's game over. So tough to win games when your defense is making big stops the way that the 49ers were, given the situations they were put in, and then lose them to penalties like that bad third down uh, pass interference call. It's just tough to do that, and, and you throw everything else on it. Like like I said, this was a, a great game weeks ago that turned into just an utter disaster. I mean, you could have bad things this week: uh, election results and the 49ers Green Bay game. Um, and I'm not sure which order. It really depends on you know where you live and, and what your fandom is. But um, so Mullins uh, Mullins comes back. He almost throws another interception. And at that point, it, you're kind of thinking to yourself, "Look, this guy. <sighs> this has been Mullins' mo for how long? Good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. And this one, he just." Didn't have it from the beginning. Almost throws another interception. Ultimately, Green Ball, Green Bay gets the ball back. Uh, Verrett actually picks off Rodgers. And this is where at 14-3, maybe things could have turned around. So at 14-3, Green Bay has the ball. Verrett picks off Rodgers and 12 men on the field. 12 men on the field. You are a stupid asshole. So away goes that INT. And then Green Bay gets the ball back. Second and eight. Solid play to Irvin for 11 before the two-minute warning. Rodgers throws bomb over to MVS for the touchdown on the very next play. 21-3. Like I said, this game was over at 14-3. But 21-3 now. I'm surprised they even kept Rodgers in the game at 21-3. They get the ball back with seconds left in the second half. Not only do they not pull him, they throw him back in there and they try to have Rodgers go downfield. Now, if you've seen Rodgers play long enough, he's been the victim of just dumb luck from time to time. He had the broken collarbone that one year. Uh, Vikings, right? Bar? Was it Bar? That drove him into the Bar Kendricks? I I forget, but uh, drove him into the ground, broke his collarbone. He had the uh, knee injury, was it last year or the year before, in like week one versus the Bears? Um, And he's had other uh, dumb injuries over the years. Those are just the two that come to mind recently. But, uh, you know, at 21-3, 
not a lot of time on the clock. I, I just kneel the ball, but you could even have taken him out. But not only did they not take him out, I, you know, he kept playing. So they go into halftime at 21-3. This game is practically over, you know. They, they come back out, Mullins almost throws another interception. Um, and at that point, you know, you're like, all right, well, maybe they're keeping him in there because Alexander just got knocked out. So maybe they, 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 maybe they'll try to attack the secondary with a, a starter out. It just, it doesn't matter. Rodgers gets the ball back, throws a bomb to Adams. And it's just going to keep going downhill. Uh, you know, the 49ers defense is completely outmatched. Third down, touchdown pass to uh, MBS makes it 28-3. to And this is where you should have just taken out Rodgers. They didn't, and that was it. Uh, you know, I, I was a little upset uh, because the game at this point is over at 28-3. Uh, you know, like I said, 34-17 was the final. It, uh, ultimately, I think there was another uh, school got smoked yet another time. And it, that led to another Mullins fumble. Uh, Green Bay got the ball, and I think that's what ultimately gave them the extra three. They ran a series. I I, I don't remember offhand, but I, and Crosby kicked the the, the uh, field goal, and so that gave them thirty four three. So again, not really overly competitive. There's really no stats to go over uh, in this game in terms of team stats because what you have here is you just have a 49ers team that's basically crumbling. Uh, you know, they're just too banged up. And now they're 4-5. and five. They're 1-4 at home. You know, they were talking about no home field advantage, no home field advantage in COVID. And then you got the 49ers. I mean, that, I don't even know what that is. It's not even like they're playing at home at 1-4. and four. However... Uh, you know, for a team that's coming off a Super Bowl appearance, a Super Bowl hangover, I don't know, not, not quite. It's just nothing has gone right for this team. Nothing at all, um, which is too bad because at full health, you know, with Shanahan as a coach, they, they're they pretty solid. Now, I know that it's funny. I, I was talking about the Action Network sports betting podcast, and I think it was Chris Raybon that wrote an article Recently, kind of recently, I read it recently. Uh, it was all about coaches against the spread. And the theory uh, behind the article was that the true testament of a coach is how they perform versus you got, you should read the article yourself. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that's what the theory was or, or that's what it is. That that's how I read it was that coaches were you know, could be judged on their performance against the spread and coaches that kind of fought tooth and nail each week to just eke out the victories were more or less like the Mike not the uh, the Mike Smiths of the world is uh or Mike Smith was the last one. Um oh my gosh. I can, I uh it's slipping my mind right now, and I don't know why, because it's not Mike Smith. He was the last coach. It was Rich. Come on. Uh, it. Oh, jeez. Dan Quinn. Pfft. Oh, my God. How stupid can you be? Uh, so, and it was Dan Quinn got fired, and then they were going through, and I think other coaches in the article that were noted to have weak against the spread records were one was Mike Vrabel, and I think another one was Shanahan, um, which is. Pretty funny because here you got Shanahan coming off a Super Bowl victory, but you know there's a long list of against the spread problems he might have. I don't necessarily see it that way. 
they're having an awful year though, which is unfortunate. But truly, when you have all the injuries they've had and suffered, you know, everything they've had to suffer this year, how many times can I say the same thing over and over again, right? I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. You know, all the injuries they they've had and then all of the other things that they suffered isn't that the is is all the whole the same thing? God, sometimes it's like, Rich, just shut up and stop talking. Think about what the hell you're saying. Point being, I don't necessarily blame Shanahan for the events of this year. Um, it it's not the follow up to the Super Bowl you'd like. I don't know if this is going to be a precursor of future turbulence. Obviously, you're going to have a Jimmy G situation. At the end of the year, but Jimmy G probably could be replaced without losing a lot of quality. So you know, if Mullins is that guy, I don't know, maybe you know. I obviously I've read the same things that you guys have read. You have Mullins out, uh, not Mullins. You have uh, Kirk Cousins out there. Um, there was somebody else mentioned along with Cousins. Uh, oh, uh, Matt Ryan, because obviously he coached him out in Atlanta. So th- there might be some options. And then maybe it's Jimmy G. I, who the hell knows? Um, so I don't necessarily know if this season is a precursor for future uh, rough waters for the 49er franchise. But this year is just can be taken out to the woodshed because it is, it's just Dunsky. Dunsky. On the other side, let's talk about the Packers for a hot second because they looked really good. Unfortunately, you just can't really use this game as a barometer for anything because the 49ers were just so thoroughly outmatched in this game. It was just basically a practice session. Uh, it looked good as a practice session because Rodgers threw the ball all over the field. Him and Devontae Adams just made child's play of the 49ers defense. Uh, you know, but look at last week. The real issue for Green Bay is going to be their defense going forward. And, uh, you know, whether or not they get games at home or on the road, um, depending on the weather, you know, you're going to have to go through, you know, Seattle and their offense. Um, obviously, nobody in the East you're going to worry about. You know, you got the Saints. Uh, Cardinals, um, who else am I forgetting here? Uh, well, well, let's just start at the top Seahawks, right? And then in that same division, you're going to have Cardinals, uh, Rams elsewhere. You're not going to have nobody really in the North bears, but the bears don't have, uh, offense to speak of. And that team is not going to really be a formidable opponent come playoff time. Um, Tampa. So you got the Buccaneers and also in that same division, you got the Saints. So the defense is going to come into play because when you play the likes of the Seahawks, the Rams on a good day with golf and the Buccaneers, you're going to have to hold those offenses in check. And the Green Bay defense is going to be the bigger question. Now, they're going to have some people come back. Like Christian Kirksey's coming back. He didn't play tonight, but he will be coming back, I think, next week. And he had a great uh, first couple of weeks for them before he went down with injury. So that's the real question. I don't really doubt their offense as much as some other people do. I know that there has been, you know, like I said, I think it was uh, Raybon that wrote the article. 
something to the effect of you know that Rodgers isn't really playing up to his statistics and some of it is smoke and mirrors and, and bad defenses that he's going against. I don't know. Maybe. Looks pretty good to me. Um, so we'll have to see. Uh, obviously, their their offense is Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. If they can get anything out of any of those other guys, fantastic. Um, so, But again, I'm not as worried about the offense as I am with the defense going up against some of those other teams. So again, Thursday night action, it was a disaster. Uh, 34-17 in in terms of the final score. And like we said, it was a cover for the Packers, the under hit, and then all of the teases hit minus the teased dog because it was such a blowout. And... I guess that'll about do it. There's really not much to talk about. I mean, if there was, I'd love to just keep spitting off at the uh, lips here because uh, I just love to talk nonsensical shit. So, but unfortunately, uh, this game sucked. So let's wrap it up and I will talk to you guys again. Well, I won't talk to you ever, but uh, I will be talking to my brother for another show. Uh, I think we're going to try to get it done this weekend, either tomorrow or Saturday. The betting show we usually do on Thursday, but we have punted uh, to the weekend due to uh, he's getting ready for his baby's christening. So the christening class, uh, baptism class. I didn't even know that that was a class, but yes. And so uh, we are going to conduct that this weekend and post it as soon as we can. Until then, everybody enjoy your Friday and talk to you this weekend. Peace.